Knights, I bid you welcome to your new home. Let us ride to Camelot. When that's the round table, we dance where we're able. We do routines to call the scenes to footwork in bed cable. We dine well here in Camelot. We eat ham and jam and spam a lot. All right, we're back. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Jerry Moore here, our third hour. This is the Tuesday Morning Roundtable. At the moment, we have Jeff Nyquist with us. His website is jrnyquist.blog. Books for sale at Amazon. We expect to be joined by Steve Benoon at some point this hour. We shall see. And Kyle, you got cut off by the break. Go ahead, sir. So my point is, Jeff, the United States, uh, even though we have become, uh, you know, debauched in many and they're trying their best to uh, tear it down, there's probably at least, I would say, close to 15 to 20 percent of the population of this country and probably and more conservatively, I mean, expansively, maybe a better way to put that, there's probably 35 to 40 percent of this country that would really seriously fight when the chips are down if we were to be invaded. The problem is there's the American people are slow to wake up. But once they do wake up, I think the potential for uh, invasion is going to be slim and the slaughter uh, for anybody trying to take this country over will be uh, will will be slaughtered. They're only, in my opinion, their only option is going to be nuclear uh, to be able to take out the hundred and whatever nuclear power plants, but then that will leave the place desolate. I think that if we're probably a thousand times better armed than Ukraine, and if their Russians with their super-duper pooper-scooper tanks and helicopters uh, couldn't do it, then... I don't think uh, another country coming in here, other than through sabotage and through our own government taking uh, political control and the military being willing to go along with that, uh, that's the only way I see this country falling, other than a financial collapse and or collapse of the food chain, which, I mean, they're in the process of doing both. But at still at some point, the the tiger that is the American populace uh, is going to uh, wake up. And then I'm just hoping it won't be too late. Your comments. Yeah, well, that's the strength of a republic. The weakness of the republic is that it is easily infiltrated by enemies. And we've been focused on the shopping mall regime. We've been focused on trade and economic activity, and we haven't taken seriously the threat of infiltration from Russia and China. Russia has bribed and infiltrated our politics for decades. The Chinese have been very successful because of their inter uh, their their trade connections with us have gotten in to our political system. So we have a compromised political system, and we haven't woken up to the danger that China and Russia represent, and that we haven't woken up to the, the fact that they're together. 
that they've been together, as Colonel Lunev said, when he defected. China and Russia have made all these agreements at the end of the Cold War to come and destroy America. And other defectors, um, like Sergei, <coughs> um, now his last name is escaping me, it was uh, Comrade J. Uh, Tretyakov, Sergei Tretyakov, said Americans are naive about Russia. Russia wants today wants to destroy America even worse than the KGB did. Uh, so, and this was, he said this, you know, uh, 15, 16 years ago. Um, <clears throat> so, we have a, a, a very serious uh, a situation where it's coming to a head, and we're very fortunate that Ukraine was able to stop the Russian military. And we're very fortunate now that China is hesitating because they conceive of war as an all-arms nuclear war. And that, that isn't, they're not going to bomb nuclear power plants. They don't want to make the ground radioactive because nuclear power plants would be very destructive. <laughs> nuclear bombs are relatively clean in, in what they do. Um, so they just want to win the war and force us to surrender. And they want to get our politicians to undermine us in advance of that which is what Biden has done, it's what Obama did, it's what the Clintons did, and uh, and George Bush, by being diverted into wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, fell for a kind of gambit uh, that the Russians set up. Because as Alexander Levinenko, the uh, FSB defector, said that uh, that Putin was behind 9-11. And there's testimony yeah. from former communist Czechoslovakia on this as well. So I think um, all we can hope for... Yeah, yeah. I think all we can hope for is the 35% or so of the country, uh, when it gets bad enough, they'll wake up. Uh, because right now, uh, there's just people there. I mean, the people that are working around here anyway, Jeff, I don't know what it is like you are, but they are making, they are making so much money right now. And I realize that inflation is catching them, but, uh, I know of people making more money now than they ever made in their whole life. Um, and that's just, that's everybody from, uh, there's a convenience store. Believe this or not, Jeff, I can't even believe this. There's a convenience store in the town next to me that I just so happened that I was talking to a lady about. And she said they are starting the clerks at a convenience store here at $21 an hour just to get them to come and they're getting people but there's other people that are in construction and literally they will not take jobs unless in four months they're making over ninety thousand dollars in four months uh literally i mean i'm talking not not after i'm talking net and some people are making 150 thousand a year i know three or four of them it's just stunning to me the amount of money that is potentially being made so i think it's going to have to hit them in the pocketbook because most of these people are smart they're very intelligent they're hardworking, but they're making so much money that uh the supply chain issues is not really touching their lives yet but when well, the wait, food wait. in the grocery store is gone i think that will start waking people up i hope well the, the chinese and russians and communists are trying to get control of energy and they're using the global warming nonsense to to help them do it and they've gotten control of venezuela and they're they've won over saudi arabia so they're trying to to win economically this usually backfires on them but you don't know if they'll succeed 
In the past, they've tried to play these games, and it hasn't worked. But as far as the threat, when America recognizes the threat, I don't think it's going to be just 35% that rally. I think everybody realizing that we have this common country in common, and it's all threatened, and we're all, we, we, we all could die in a, in a war uh, of mass destruction, that the whole country will come together. I, I think that's uh, obvious. But it's only these false narratives and deceptions and diversions and uh, the entertainment culture and the wanting to make money that have kept people away from actually understanding. Uh, but when it, right. when it comes to be, when it becomes obvious to everyone, uh, they will. And this is the problem that Moscow and Beijing have. How do they do this so that they don't get caught and destroyed trying to do it? Yeah, the biggest thing that I see is going to be a problem is when the people wake up at how angry they're going to be when this happens, that a lot of these migrants that have gotten into this country, it's going to be a bloodbath on those people because the anger of the people that are here around, I mean, the anger that is just, it seems to foment everywhere, at uh, least around here. I mean, of, uh, uh, I mean, you hear people talking even in a, even in a grocery store, you can just hear them talking about it, and they're fomenting, they're fuming at the anger of this stuff. And when it's unleashed, I got a bad feeling about what it's going to look like for anybody that uh, that got here can't don't speak English. But I, I know you got other callers, John. I'll I'll hang up and get off for right now. Okay. Well, thanks for the call, Carl. We appreciate it. The call number is five one two two four eight eight two five zero. Well, Jeff, you've been at this 37 years. Um, you, uh, as a young man, your your career choice was to be a professional educator. And as you got close to that goal, you found out, if I can paraphrase, that to uh, be a professional educator within the California uh, school system, you would have to become uh, a Marxist. Is that somewhat accurate, sir? Well, no, you wouldn't have to become a Marxist, but you'd have to turn, you'd have to accept things that were being directed by Marxists, and you have to turn a blind eye to the fact that it was Marxism. Um, I think many teachers don't realize what they're teaching is Marxism. They don't realize where it comes from, and they just accept it. They don't ask questions. Um, the, that the curriculum was formed, you know, um, uh, Robin... Um, trying to think of her last name she wrote the book educated to destroy um she uh pointed out that the curriculum that is used in most american schools was developed in the soviet union in the 1970s so um and and themes like critical race theory those are of marxist derivation those are those are based on critical theory which is marxist and they've just extended it to race and 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 uh then you've got feminist studies and these are just variants on Marxism, where instead of class conflict, you've got you've made the classes into sexes and races, and um, it's the same divide and conquer game that the communists have always played to advance their political agenda, which is to destroy the United States. They they don't advance these themes. They say, well, they don't have that in Russia or China. Yeah, because it's made to destroy the United States. They don't want to destroy their own societies. Right. These uh, formulas are made to destroy. So they don't. Marxism has a different face in, in in China than it does in the U.S. because the U.S. is is an imperialist, capitalist, according to the Marxist, a uh, country. 
And so they, they're, they've assaulted us with poisons, intellectual uh, and, 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 and poisons and disinformation to bring us down. So, and that's what people don't recognize because they haven't studied Marxism. So they're able to actually get people on the right and the left to adopt narratives that are destroying the country from the left and the right. Absolutely. Well, uh, you're not going to see any Russian men participating in women's sports in Russia, are you, sir? No, no. They're, they're, you know, um, it's, 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 you know, and, and Putin is using this, um, this transgendered stuff that, they, that their Marxist allies here have put on us um, to mock us and for him to posture and pretend to be a defender of Western civilization, which is ridiculous because it was his agency uh, the KGB that that basically worked from its think tanks to get the left and in, in their allies in the communist movement in the West to foment these movements. I mean, the homosexual movement was started by a uh, a, a guy who was affiliated with the Communist Party and the Marxists. The feminist movement, Betty Friedan and all these people were actual communists. They hid that fact um, at the time. Um, all of these were subversive uh, actions to destroy our our society at the at the base, at the family level at the level of sexual relations um, and they've had quite a, quite a bit of success haven't they sir well they, they've had some amazing success i think they exaggerate the success to the frustration of the country but the fact that people are intimidated about saying well no i don't believe homosexuality should be taught to children in the in the elementary school, I don't, you know, is somehow you're now a bigot and you're a horrible person. Uh, they realized that if they could get people to accept homosexuality as something glorious, they could then use that to attack the the churches, to attack Christianity, and attack I, the conservatives. I, I looked up the book you mentioned. The, the correct title is, by the, the author is Robin Eubanks. The title is Credential to Destroy, subtitle. That's it. Yes, sir. Subtitle, How and Why Education Became a Weapon, uh, published in October 2013. Um, and um, it sounds like a, a book that would help people understand what the hell's going on, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a, it's a very technical book. And she, her kids were coming home from school with these weird things that they were being taught. And she said, what is this? She was a, a lawyer and a, and, and, and a mother in, in Georgia. Uh, and so she rolled up her sleeves and she investigated it. And what she found is, you know, this tremendous communist program, American leading educators were going over to the Soviet Union to copy their ideas. And it's it's rather uh, striking. And yet nobody, you know, says anything. I mean, I mean, you even see people who are ostensibly conservative and, you know, anti communist who you know we don't want to be mccarthyites you know they they talk as if somehow mccarthy was wrong and that there was no communist infiltration and there's nothing we should be guarding against but it's you know we have been so programmed to not see this how these people are operating right under our noses and you know the communist party in 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 new york they have uh, are been publishing communist books together with progress publishers in Moscow right now, today. They're in joint projects so that the 
the Russians to this day are supporting the ex are exporting communist literature to the United States with the cooperation of the Communist Party. And you'll notice the 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 the, the communists in the United States are pro are still pro Russian. Communists in Europe are still pro Russian. Um, the 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 overt communists, the ones that are are not pretending to to be Democrats or Republicans. So, you know, they know. Uh, what they're doing when when Cuba thanked Russia for sending 25 million tons of grain to Cuba uh, this year, uh, they were thinking a country that was bailing them out. Why was Russia, a non-communist country, supposedly bailing out communist Cuba? Why are there Russian anti-aircraft troops in Caracas, Venezuela? Why are the Russians receiving artillery shells in their war with Ukraine from North Korea? Uh, why are they claiming to be partners with China? In a, in, a, in a strategic combination that's stronger than anything since World War II, they say. So when, when Putin met with Xi just before he invaded Ukraine. So we're talking about the communist bloc, and the Russians have just hidden their status. The people who really study Russia and know refer to Putin and Petrushev and the very top people in the Kremlin as Soviet persons, Soviet mentality, Soviet thinking. Their, their pretense of, of being Russian nationalists, but you talk to a real Russian nationalist, and many Russian nationalists have been exiled from Russia, have had to flee or in jail in Russia, uh, because they would not, they do not approve of what Putin has done. Amazing. Uh, uh, summary here at Amazon on this book, Credentialed to Destroy, is very um, revealing. Uh, the book is, if you have Kindle Unlimited like I do, it's no charge. Uh, you get it for free. And um, you get a paperback edition, uh, $17. Used editions for 11 bucks, a little less than 11 bucks. Um, but uh, all you parents out there uh, that have children in the public education system, you, know, you need to be understand the foundation of the basis of what your children are being given every day in the classroom. Yeah, it's straight out of communist Russia, isn't it? Yep. And uh, people should go and become active and find out who's on their school board. Find out who's who's behind these policies. If you have a Department of Education in your state, find out who's running it and why they're endorsing these kind of curriculum. Um, because you will be surprised. And they talk. They'll they'll at first you'll think, oh, they're just reasonable people, and they've got this this uh, smooth way of talking that puts you at ease and makes you think, oh, they're just trying to give something good to the kids. You have to scratch under the surface. You have to see what they're actually teaching and see what the effects of that teaching is. I mean, one of the things they do is they, they teach the learning techniques and, the, and so on that they teach. Uh, one of the things that uh, Robin has pointed out, Robin Eubanks in the book, is that, that they... They literally destroy the children's ability to think. That's to the goal. Distractions. Right. Yes, that's right. one of the goals because they want people to have to rely on other somebody else's abstract thinking. Well, here's one of the points made at the Amazon: why the logical, rational mind is the real target of educational reforms. Here's our break. We'll right back.
I'm Peter Serafine with another Liberty Minute. If you own a firearm, then you need legal protection. Use code LIGHTHOUSE at protectwithbear.com for the most affordable carry insurance available. During 2019 and 2020, there were 34,000 gun-related homicides, 94,000 committed suicide, and 161,000 died from drug overdoses. What does our government focus on? Well, more often than not, gun control. Three times as many people took their own life and five times as many people overdosed. Logic would dictate focus on the biggest killer first and then the biggest killer and so on. These numbers are proof that the government only cares about you and I when there is a partisan political battle to be fought. Why focus on mental health, stability, and illegal drugs when guns grab the biggest headlines? that matter, why aren't guns the biggest headlines when five times as many people die from overdoses and fentanyl poisonings? The media and our government are both more interested in sensational headlines than actually fixing any problem. Find more news and commentary at liberty-lighthouse.com. Until next time, see this Pashem Parabellum. Did you know the IRS publicly admits that income tax is collected by voluntary compliance? Get the information you need to help you avoid income tax with these five easy steps. All you have to do is go to avoidincometax.com to get your five easy steps on how to avoid the IRS income tax. Escape the IRS. Let avoidincometax.com help you. We guarantee our five easy steps or your money back. Go to avoidincometax.com. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. All right, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. We're back. This hour is sponsored by EMP Shield. You want to protect your vehicle, your spouse's vehicle, the vehicle, that youngster off to college, the exact same equipment, no difference, the exact same equipment the Department of Defense uses. You can do that at thelibertyman.com with a very nice $50 discount on each piece of equipment. 
Building with Jeff Nyquist is website jrnyquist.blog. Books for sale on Amazon. We're expecting Steve Benoon to call in. He has not called in yet. He may have got uh, busy with another project. Let's continue, Jeff. You're on mute, Jeff. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, it's very important to understand that then you add to this change in the thinking of people to the false narratives that are planted by the influence, and then people are conditioned to fall, fall for them. And then they're disoriented. There's a, One of my readers pointed out experiments done with Pavlov's dogs, in which you, you know the story about they, they, oh, yeah. the bell would ring right. and right. The, the dogs would salivate right. because every time the bell rang, they'd bring food. Right. So the dogs associated the bell ringing with food. Well, they showed the dogs shapes, different oval shapes that the dogs then associated with being fed or being beaten or being what have you. Well, then they started making the shapes ambiguous and the dogs went mad. And, it, and so cognitive dissonance and different narratives that turn things into their opposites and make people crazy. And I think if you see what they've done where the right is adopting things of the left and the left of the right and everything's getting mixed up, you suddenly begin to suspect that everything is being inverted intentionally um, as, as part of the thing to sort of make us collectively insane, to ready us for destruction. Jeff, uh, one of the local hardware stores, National Chain, I won't mention it, but uh, uh, well, a man who works there, he's about six foot four, 300 pounds, wearing uh, lipstick and eye makeup uh, and uh, fingernail polish uh, in a supervisory position, by the way. Uh, and he said he knows his stuff. I've had to interact with this man. He knows his stuff. But it's it's very disturbing to see uh, a man wearing the uh, the attributes of a of a female in in any position, uh, let alone uh, mid level management in a major national hardware store chain. Uh, I can't imagine that happening uh, twenty or thirty years ago. Can you? No, and. You know, one of the most basic things, one of the principles taught in the ancient world was that it, that the, the, one of the key, key principles of the universe was um, male and female. And now they have sort of taken those principles away. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it's, um, it's a shame what's being done to us. It's being done by design and with intent by uh, communist infiltrators, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, communist infiltrators, um, and and it's a there's a strategy to these things. There's a program, and um, if you read Karl Marx, you'll find uh, explanations for why these things are done. Karl Marx basically believed in tearing down the structure of society, including the structures of the family, which he called the bourgeois family, and in, and his partner Engels. Uh, Friedrich Engels wrote, uh, you know, a book on the family uh, about how it should be destroyed. And the key to destroying it, of course, was to take away the authority of the man, to take away masculinity. And, of course, they've uh, 
they very successfully done it. There's a term that's come in, in vogue called uh, toxic masculinity. Um, yeah. And, and can you give us a, a, a paragraph on what exactly they're talking about with toxic masculinity, if you know? Well, of course, this is an extension of feminism claiming that men have dominated and, and you know, uh, and it's a it's it's so awful that women would be in the home and be homemakers and mothers, that this is a form of oppression, and of course masculinity, uh, you know, seeks dominance. Well, there is a dominant uh, element in masculine. Uh, masculinity is the dominant sex. Uh, the feminine is is the 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 other one, the one that is dominated. That it, so that is sort of intrinsic to sexuality. So they make. The, the, this dominance into something that's evil, that's wicked and destructive. And uh, so since it's destructive and it has to be put down, they say it's toxic, you know, psychologically toxic. Right, right. And um, the public uh, discourse of, of women being upset with the way men sit, they call it mansplaining. Uh, it's pretty ridiculous in some ways. Here's our next break. We'll be right back. are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back, uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee that's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee... You have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Tahibo Tea Club's original pure pouty arco super tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. DrinkSuperTea.com. 
What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive! Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. Wish I was in the land of cotton wool town there I'm not forgotten Look away, look away, look away Dixieland In Dixie's land where I was born in early on one frosty morning Look away, look away, look away Dixieland Then I wish I was in Back, ladies and gentlemen. My website is thelibertyman.com. Check it out. Uh, I like to focus a lot on the COVID panel. Uh, more than 200 articles and videos by world-class doctors and scientists, such as Dr. Michael Yagen, former vice president at Pfizer, a former director of medical research at Pfizer, telling us in no uncertain terms the COVID vaccination and boosters were meant to cause death and just and just harm to people uh and of course the uh nine pages single spaced uh of pfizer uh side effects of the of the pfizer vaccination that a judge forced pfizer to release now instead of setting five years in the future that's item number seven and of course products that will help you reach your, your goals such as the energy cleaner the harvest-right, freeze-dried equipment, and, of course, the liberated rocket heaters and thelibertyman.com. Visiting with Jeff Nyquist, his website, jrnyquist.blog, books for sale at Amazon. And um, let's continue, Jeff. You're on mute, Jeff. Jeff, you're on mute. Okay, Jeff is probably taking a long break, and we'll be back. Um Shortly, <laughs> um, it's it's difficult to believe that uh, something as insidious as what's been taking place for a, a century is in fact taking place. That the leadership of the uh, Russia wants to destroy the United States, but they do in fact want to do that, and their program has been implemented to bring that about and they've had a lot of success and it looks like they will continue to for the time being uh, they infiltrated the schools that teach the teachers decades ago many decades ago and uh jeff are you back with us he's still on break um something must come up maybe ups is at his door i've had that happen before um okay um 
he may need to reconnect, but that's okay. We'll, we'll get we'll get this back going again. Uh, just sent a note to Steve Benoon, letting him know we, we're down to the last half hour, and, and maybe Steve can call in also. You got a question or comment? Give us a call at five one two two four eight eight two five two. Jeff, are you back with us? Not yet. Yeah. Um, hear me? There, there you are. Okay. Oh. It's uh, it's difficult to wrap your, at least for me anyway, wrap my brain around the fact that uh, our avowed enemy has been working for a century to undermine and destroy our country you know, from within. And uh, when Khrushchev uh, hammered his shoe on, on the, uh, the lectern there at the uh, United Nations, he was talking about exactly what was taking place, isn't he? wasn't he? Well, I mean, there, communism is like a new religion, and it's highly organized. It's a very small group, but religions start as small groups of fanatics. And their, their organizational techniques and their ability to take over countries is demonstrated. They've taken over the biggest country in the world, Russia. They took over the most populous country in the world, China. And they've, they've infiltrated many other countries and have a, a, a core presence around the world. And they own countries like Venezuela, big oil-producing country, the biggest one in Latin America. They've got Cuba, Nicaragua, Brazil now. And, and they... they they're basically, they're into this world conquest idea, but their techniques for conquering are extremely sophisticated. They're intellectual, and they rely on the fact that the average IQ is 100, and the uh, kind of education people get can make them susceptible. Not to communism as an idea directly, because it's too complicated. And, and most of the Marxists that you actually hear are Bulgarians. They don't really understand Marx, but they don't need to. The people that really do understand it and are more sophisticated can can guide the whole process. But on the other side, we have almost no understanding. And human beings that are completely taken up with their businesses, with their families, and they have no not paying attention, they don't realize their own churches. They think, oh, well, we're Christians. We Your church is being taken over. Look at the, the way that, that the beliefs in the churches have changed. Look at who the Pope is now. I mean, this is these are no accidents. Absolutely. We got a caller here, uh, Jeff. We got Mike in Illinois. Good morning, Mike. Morning. I, I just have a quick question for Jeff. Do you have any opinions or insights on RFK Jr. and Russia? Thank you. Um, I think that RFK Jr. is naive about Russia and naive about communism. Like many Americans, he seems to be focused on the wickedness of the CIA which is a favored narrative of the communists. So whenever something that someone says aligns with communist talking points, you realize that they're under the influence, whether it's Tucker Carlson or RFK, you realize they bought into, they may reject 90-something percent of the communist narrative, but they've adopted some small part of it. It's just like, Okay, you've got a plate of healthy food. If if two percent is poison, you're going to be poisoned. So if they can just sneak out of the wire certain ideas, uh, and 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 recolor your way of looking at the world, you're seeing a different focus of evil in the world, which is located in Washington D.C. or Langley, Virginia, in this case, and and now you're aligning with with their narrative. 
And this is what we have to be careful about. We are Americans. You got to know what side you're on. You got to know that, that, that the communists in this country are actually a fifth column for China, for Russia, for Cuba, for Venezuela, etc. That it's all, theirs is a world system trying to become dominant throughout the globe. We're just a country that has been dominant. And so the demonization of America, the demonization of our institutions, at the same time they're taking over those institutions. This is what confuses people. Well, the CIA does these things. Well, the CIA has been, been penetrated by KGB agents. So who in the CIA is doing it? Is it the CIA as the CIA, the intelligence service of America, or is it the CIA as KGB agents within the CIA? You know, these are the distinctions. But this kind of fine understanding is beyond most people because people won't read. They won't understand this history. And, and a lot of it is not told. And even scholars miss it because our universities, again, there's this leftist um, dominance in the universities where, well, you can't say that, you can't think that, you can't go there. To the, so that it's so crazy that you get people believing that the planet is going to heat out of control and we're all going to die of the heat because we're, we're driving SUVs or that we're using fossil fuels of any kind. I mean, and, and of course, we have to stop. We have to lower our carbon footprint. That's suicide. If the United States lowers its carbon footprint, we're destroying our economy. And then that means if we destroy it enough, we'll have social unrest, revolution, and they will, the communists will take over. And, and it's sort of all of these narratives we've been fed are fed to us to destroy us. And I, it's some days I despair because we accept almost all of them. Somebody on the right or the left is accepting one of them. So you can't get a consistent pro-American position. Everybody's against America now or against the key American institutions. And, and not realizing that, hey, we're being infiltrated. Biden's bought off by the Chinese. This is what they're finding out. Uh, and, and Biden worked for the Soviet Union. This is in the Bukowski archives. He would lead a senatorial delegation. He led one in 1979 to Russia. There's a Politburo memo saying, oh, he just has to talk against us, but he's really our guy. You know, so and, and Vladimir Bukowski, the famous Russian dissident, wrote about this, wrote an article about it and said, look, uh, Biden is an agent of influence of Moscow. And and so and it's very confusing because he'll talk against Moscow or talk against Beijing. But he, in order to be a successful agent of that kind, he has to do this posturing. He has to fool everybody. It's about deception, a deception, deception, and always again deception. And and so that's how they have been able to go so far. And people listen to it and go, "Oh yeah, he he's not a communist." You know, McCarthy was wrong. Uh, Martin Luther King was is our hero. Even though Martin Luther King was surrounded by communists, even Bobby Kennedy, RFK's father, you know, went to him and said, you got to get rid of these people. We know they're communists. You see, and so they, from generation to generation, John F. Kennedy was anti-communist. RFK was anti-communist. RFK Jr., if you read his book, and I, I read his book uh, about the real Anthony Fauci, and it's got many excellent things in it, but if you look through the footnotes, he is going to sources that are coming from the communist left. In, in other things. And then when it goes into that, you go, okay, what is he buying into that's, a, that's an error here? So it gets quite complicated. It becomes quite complicated, doesn't it, Jeff? Absolutely. It, it does. I mean, I, you know, I have questions about some of his analysis towards the end of the book 
about our institutions. Is this endemic corruption? Is it only about money? Or are these people been bought off by the Chinese? And uh, like some of the people, the officials that went over to Russia to take over their biolabs at the end of the Cold War, which RFK discusses, were those people compromised when they worked in Russia and then doubled back on us so that they could take over our biological warfare defenses with agents under their control? I don't know the answer. Well, uh, we have our work cut out for us. Uh, one of the turning points for the success of the communists was the uh, shutting down the House on american Activities Committee, wasn't it, sir? Well, yeah. Um, you know, and, and this is an interesting thing. Why such a drumbeat to eliminate congressional investigations of communist groups? And they've done, they did tremendous work, especially starting in the early 1950s. That work revealed thousands of communists or communist sympathizers in the U.S. government that lost their jobs in, 19, in the 1950s. And they made oaths obligatory uh, in the 1950s. And then at the end of the Cold War in the 1990s, they started removing these oaths, which, which, which meant that communists could come into all kinds of areas. And they weren't even, you know, legally putting themselves at hazard by, by taking certain jobs because they didn't have to swear certain oaths. But still, we, we have my high-level government officials' oaths to the Constitution. And all of the communists, if, if, if you're, you're a communist ideologically and you take an oath to the U.S. Constitution, you're lying. That's just a fact because you don't – a person like that doesn't believe in a, in a written constitution like the U.S. Constitution. They don't believe in checks and balances. Well, they don't. And uh, they'll, they'll lie. They'll do whatever it takes to accomplish their goals, won't they, sir? Well, that was what Lenin taught. Uh, there's always been people who believed in socialism in these sort of schemes, and they were all, always kind of naive, sweet people. But Lenin said, look, you've got to be evil. You've got to be Machiavellian. You've got to use violence, and you've got to use, use lying and deception. If you want the revolution to succeed, you've got to be Machiavellian. And, of course, this completely, you know... Um, uh, this completely corrupted um, the left. That anything good that they were standing for, the rights of, of, of labor and so on, uh, became toxic once you adopt the, the Leninist way. And that's what happened when, when the first successful socialist revolution happened in, in Russia. Um, people everywhere wanted to copy it, wanted to join up with it. And why do they want to join up with us, sir? They wanted to be. They wanted their ideals, their socialist ideals, to win. And Lenin showed the way to winning, and the way to winning was lying and 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 being ruthless. Did they really believe this? Of course, you may not know the answer. Really believe the socialist ideals uh, at face value, or were they just looking to grab power for themselves? Well, um, you know, as described by. Uh, Benjamin Gitlow wrote the book um, For the Whole of Their Lives, which is a phrase from Lenin. Benjamin Gitlow was one of the leaders and founders of the Communist Party here in the U.S. Uh, he was a friend of John Reed. Famously, the movie Reds was made about John Reed. Right. Um, Benjamin Gitlow said that the socialist movement was these sweet, you know, sort of naive people who believed in this, this world of sharing and so on, which isn't really realistic. But uh, he said that when... That Lenin had come in and, and introduced this 
this uh, this um, sort of con man uh, aspect to the left that the communist movement became these sweet people being led by sharks. So he said the leaders of the communist movement were Machiavellians. They were like sharks. Right. And they were very ruthless and they exploited, ruthlessly exploited the, the true believers down below them. Um, and and it, it's, you know, do people believe? Well, it's, it's useful to believe in what you're doing. Um, why wouldn't you believe in it? I mean, I think Lenin believed in it. But he didn't believe in it in the same way that some naive person believes. Oh, we're going to have a wonderful world and we're going to hug and sing Kumbaya and right. share everything and everyone right. will be rich together. Right. Right. Uh, that's the fact that that's not possible. That that's, you know, you have to study economics to understand why uh, competition is, is good um, and, and everything is hard in this life. And nature is uh, doesn't want to give you anything without hard work. Um so there, there is this aspect that there are people who are willing to work hard and others that aren't, and people who possess inventiveness and others who don't. And you have to reward people for what their accomplishments are. And the only way to do that is with the free market. And only with the free market can you determine what is worth what. what, what is the, you need a pricing, pricing mechanism to determine what people want and how to get it to them. And so p- part of socialism is, is, it, is it interferes with the pricing mechanism and it collapses your own economy. And so it was never going to work. In fact, uh, when Lenin tried practicing communism in the Soviet Union, he had to retreat into state capitalism. Uh, and that was called the NEP, the New Economic Policy. But, um, and there's never been a communist economy in any communist country uh, unless it was the few months in the Khmer Rouge where the economy collapsed during the Bolshevik government in 1918 when they collapsed their economy by trying to practice it because because if you practice communism you're in the stone age you have destroyed the market you've destroyed all productivity in Russia they went down to only two or three railroad locomotives operating in the whole country because this the parts supplying the railroad locomotives there were parts they didn't have to keep the locomotives running because they had no market system or pricing system to tell them what they were running out of. And and these basic economic realities that you need, you have to have capitalism, that only a, the only functioning economy is a capitalist one, is something that the communists learned very early on. Um, so what did that do to their ideology? Well, they, they went on and quoted Marx as saying, well, you can't have a communist economy until you've taken over the whole world. Right, exactly. That'll make it grand. We yeah. have a we, we, we have a break or less break. We have a caller and hold. We'll be right back. John Moore's private consultations are the most comprehensive services available any place, anywhere in the world. They're available now and provide valuable knowledge and information that protects an individual, family, or group. We provide clarity, focus, and information for you and your associates for any situation. We have just the right knowledge, just the right information from just the right professionals. Schedule your consultation for your family or group now. Contact us at thelibertyman.com. That's thelibertyman.com. Once again, 
TheLibertyMan.com. Einstein once said, future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach, or a favorite song from the past, or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joy pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To read more about this amazing breakthrough and to order your terahertz frequency want, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. Extendivite, a seven-herb combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. Extendivite is designed to strengthen the heart and arteries and help the body heal itself. Doctors are not able to explain the improvements they are seeing in their patients' health who are taking Extendivite. People who once needed more pills are now taking less and getting better. Due to the unexplainable improvements in their patients' health, more doctors are calling to order Extendivite for themselves. Help Extendivite make your doctor a believer. Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. gentlemen. Jeff, we got our last caller here. Murr, Wisconsin. We're almost out of time here, Murr. Thank you for taking my call. Can you hear me? Go ahead. Okay, I wasn't sure. I didn't hear the sonic gate. Yeah, anyone, uh, you know, RBN listeners will be familiar with Larkin, Texas, talking about communitarianism, but also Robin S. Eubanks, and I've been uh, reading her site, which is now gone, um, Invisible Surf Collar, and I haven't read the book yet, but I found it on the archive.org. So the 400-page book is there, uh, Credential to Destroy. And uh, communism, you know, along with the other isms, including capitalism, which is usury, are blended into communitarian. And that'll sound so nice, especially after some catastrophic crisis, which might be uh, the 600 million invaders being sent in to overtake our 330 million here, you know. So we'll see what happens with that. But you know, we went against God. That's what happens. You know, He let us go into 
back the Israelites back into, you know, taken into captivity. Well, instead of taken into captivity, bring the captivity here. You know? So, anyway. Okay. Well, thank you for your comments. Thank you. Bye. Well, she touches on something, Jeff. Uh, We're at a point now, uh, we're so far down the path, it may take divine intervention to bring us our salvation. What do you think, sir? Well, um, you know, if 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 people uh, understand that it's almost impossible, well, it is impossible that we're here just on accident, as evolution declares, uh, that there is a God, that there is a creator, and we're living in a creation, then, of course, you know, it's, it's obvious that... Um, when things go awry, there's going to be a correction. That the that the maker of the universe didn't make the universe badly; he made it for this this self-correcting purpose. And of course, it's a it's a mystery, history and and our own lives. It's part of the mystery that we're here to live through. It's it's uh, we're we're put in this world and we know nothing. We're we're basically ignorant. We're born ignorant, and we have to try to figure out what's right and wrong and do the right thing. And uh, it's it's sort of a test. It is. It is, and and so and of course, um, nobody leaves this world alive. Death is the universal thing for all of us. So what does that mean? How do we understand it? Do we want to live the, leave this world with the most toys and say we won, or do we want good deeds? Is it about goodness and kindness rather than than um, being ruthless and wiping people out. Good point, Jeff. Good point. Well, uh, we thank you for being with us, and we'll, we'll give you uh, another hour tomorrow morning to expand on these thoughts, sir. Thank you. Okay. That's it for the day. Get your medical supplies, your energy, clean, your essential oils. Now, while you can, your firearms ammunition, never, ever give your guns. Please have a fun, safe, productive day. God bless my beautiful county of Crawford County, Missouri, the large, beautiful state of Missouri I get to live in, and the even larger, beautiful state of Texas, Lord, please God bless the United States of America. Otzman says the essence of Jewish power is the ability to prevent the discussion of Jewish power. Jewish power requires anybody in politics to understand it and know about it, but never talk about it. My awakening really sums up with the very best evidence, the facts and the truth about race and the fact that race drives history and the truth about the Jewish question. The younger you get, the greater the percentage of people who identify as alphabet soup, you know, LGBTQ, RS. This woman, she's like, oh, yeah, I identified as a koala two years ago. And I'm like, what? A koala? What? Maybe if it was quickie koala, that might be cool, but otherwise, no. How about an inward pass? Have you ever received an inward pass from any of your black friends? Biden invited a drag queen to come for the signing of the Respect for Marriage Act. It's a Respect for Anal Sex Act. So, you know, I mean, let's, let's just call it like it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. 
This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network. <laughs>